Hello, active and inactive listeners. You monarchs here to behold this swelling scene. I'm Madeline Waddle, and this is my colleague and artist in arms, Dob. Hello. We're back again, providing you a backstage pass to Arden Radio Theater's Much Ado About Nothing. Plus arts events and happenings from all over Arden County. And an interview with first-time director Mason Birch. Here on The Horned Moon Presents. The Horned Moon Presents broadcasts on 96.5 KMEW. Meow! The Cat. Bringing up-to-date arts coverage to Milford Haven, Padua, Verona, Elsa, Noor, and the unincorporated area of Rome. Let's get right into this week's arts calendar, Dob. There's lots going on. That's right, Waddle. As always, this Thursday, you can join Claude Prakowski for his night at the studio. Though construction is finished, there's still some work to be done in the studio. Claude will discuss the artistic sensibilities behind mounting crown molding before allowing participants to work in the medium firsthand. Cost is $90, and participants are asked to bring work gloves and a nail gun. Claude really creates a special experience at the studio every week. I can't wait. On Saturday, everyone is invited to join Rome's Rogers and Hammerstein Society for their annual Coco and Croon Social. Drink some cocoa and listen to some ring-a-ding-ding great tunes. The event is free if you participate in the Society's brief meeting about condo sharing opportunities in the Maldives. Maldives. I don't think so, Dob. It's Maldives. Because the diving there is really considered very bad, or mall in the French. <laughs> Whatever you say, Waddle. Last, uh, this Sunday, the 31st, the Church of Old Man Talbot has their annual revelation when this year's slogan, as written by Old Man Talbot in 1888, is revealed and shared with the congregation. Believers and non-believers alike are invited to join the COMT congregations under the Flatbush Park for an evening of fellowship and a bright beginning to the new spiritual year. I love the annual revelation it brings together so many from all of our arden county communities i have never been you've never been to an annual revelation but you've lived here all your life i know but we weren't you know a, a church of the old man talbot family it's open to everyone dog i know but it's a little woo woo for me you know i mean it's you don't think it borders on being a cult Everything worthwhile borders on being a cult. Art, the green folk, the cattywampus rumpus room. It's important for people to feel like they belong. I'm not sure that requires being in a cult. I think you should go to the Revelation with me this year, see it for yourself, and feel how powerful it can be to be a part of a community tradition that's lasted over a hundred years. Plus, Cliff Dover is usually there with the holy cannoli truck. Now, cannoli is a tradition I can get behind. Also on this week's calendar, this coming Monday, is Arden Radio Theater's monthly Q&A with artistic liaison and Much Ado director Mason Birch. This is the second of these meetings, which were initiated by the Art Board in order to hear and address concerns from actors and audience members. So far, the board's moves towards changes this season have met with mixed reviews. I suppose until much do rehearsals really begin, we won't know how they intend to address some of the issues that were brought to light this past fall. 
Last month's Q&A revolved mostly about auditions, as you might imagine, and I've got to admit, Mason seemed to put some fears to rest, but there remains sharp divides in the art community around the new direction things are going. That includes some unexpected casting choices for Much Ado. We are going to dive into that next, but first, let's go to this season's sponsor. Much Ado About Nothing is sponsored by the Morning Lark Diner, serving breakfast with a smile and a song 24 hours a day. Mention the line of the week and pay half price for their waffle of the week. Throughout the production, all of their waffles will be Much Ado themed. This week, they're offering free hash browns to anyone who auditioned for the show. So head on down and get your breakfast on. Okay, Waddle, it's the first episode of the season, and you know that means we're talking about casting. I know you hate to talk about yourself as an art actor, so we're going to get that done first of all. You are playing Beatrice opposite Claude Perkowski as Benedict. This is brilliant, even from Mason, and I think it is fair to say none of us were expecting this. I certainly was not. I mean, I am both thrilled, but also terrified that Mason has put his faith in me with this, but... It has been a complete shock. When he offered me the role, I thought he was making some cruel joke. And yet, a lot of art fans, including me, think it's high time you get this moment in the spotlight. Charmian Bear 23, always reliable for a tweet. Waddle as Beatrice, dreams do come true. Mariah and Imogen Smythe spent a whole week on Instagram devoted to photos of you in the studio during past productions. And Claude himself tweeted, can't wait to play Benedict opposite the always charming Madeline Waddle. People are very kind. It's very exciting, and I can only hope I do the role justice. I mean, when you think of an Agatha Valmont or a Kim Purnell or even a Diana Purblind, they are in an entirely different league from me. But I'm going to do my best to live up to their examples and make Mason proud. Now, moving on, I think it's no surprise Claude Perkowski walked away with Benedict. Even if he wasn't one of our picks, his experience at art, his dedication to the craft, his acting chops, he's the whole package. And I think we all feel like that role, at least, is in safe hands. Absolutely, Waddle. After a supporting role in Mackers, Perk is back in his natural habitat, the spotlight. However, it must be said, it was a pretty lean season for men this time around, and many of the art stalwarts chose not to audition. Newcomers Angus Mobile and Pete Neptune were back again, however, after catching the acting bug in Mackers. We, got, we, we get to see more of these rooks as Mobile takes on Leonardo and Pete plays the dashing Don Pedro. And surprising absolutely no one, Wink Tittle comes in as Don John. We called it! Tittle and Mason go way back, so it would have been a real surprise not to see him cast. But lest rumors of favoritism go too far, it's important to note that Tittle has an extensive art resume and is an excellent fit for the role. I don't think anyone would contest that. But it is worth saying that virtually all of these parts went uncontested, other than what was rumored to be an outrageous reading for Leonardo that I would have killed to be at for from Herkimer Sludge. No other men auditioned. It's a surprising turn of events and a big obstacle for Mason to overcome. 
That's right, Dob. As of this afternoon, the roles of Claudio, Baraccio, Dogberry, Antonio, and Conrad all remained uncast. We understand Mason has been reaching out both to women who did audition and some previous art actors to fill these open slots, but rumor is he isn't having much luck. We don't know what reticence there is towards participating in this production, but whether it's uneasiness with the changes Mason's instituting or the tension-riddled final weeks of Macbeth, or if it's simply a general dislike for Mason personally. Or is it just poor timing? The entire Tittle family, for instance, chose not to audition this season so they could participate in the Brome Rogers and Hammerstein Society's in-concert version of Oklahoma. And Jasper Kane opted not to audition because do 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 he is the newest PA and voiceover artist at KMEW. Super excited to have Jasper on board for the Horned Moon and a part of the larger KMEW family. Bummed that those new obligations meant he had to take a pass this season. It's really a chicken and egg thing. Was there something or someone about this production that made the timing ideal for veterans to skip for other opportunities? Or is it just coincidence? Well, let's leave the supposition to our listeners and move straight ahead with the cast's women. And it is a strong field with the potential for some truly breakout performances. As hero, we have newcomer and cup reporter for the Arden County Courier-Gazette, Phoebe Gherkin. Lucretia Page is back for another art production as Ursula. It is great to have Lucy with us again. And as Margaret, my very best friend, Benedict Mott's fiance, and all around a great egg, Viola Cabbage. This means that some of art's normal powerhouse ladies are off the roster. There are no Smythes, there's no Agatha, there's no Diana Purblind. Shocker. It will be interesting to see if any of them squeak into the cast in some of the traditionally male roles. Which leaves our pick, which leaves our picks as of right now at three out of 13 for you, Dob, and one of 13 for me. Let's hope those numbers pick up as the cast rounds out. And on that note, with the promise of a few more casting revelations and a look inside the directorial process and art's new direction, we're so pleased to welcome into the studio the director of Much Ado About Nothing and Arden Radio Theater Artistic Liaison, Mason Birch. Welcome back, Mason. Oh, thanks. Great to be here. Wawa, dubbers, my buddies, the dynamic duo, always glad to be here. I love the way you say that, Liaison. Liaison. Let's beautiful. Let's cut beautiful. right to the chase. All right. This is our favorite episode every season. What mm-hmm. other casting news can you give us? All right. Happy to get into it. So it's a tighter cast than usual, but we're focusing on efficiency and getting the best of the best out there. And we've got some interesting doubles for some of our existing cast members. Some people that have already been announced are going to be taking on a little bit extra. We've got Claude Perkowski in for Conrad. Uh, Wink Tittle is in for Dogberry. The inimitable Lucretia Page is going to be making a turn, uh, turning Uncle Antonio into Aunt Antonia. Okay, but how do you see uh, giving extra parts to your friends impacting the public perception that there's an element of favoritism in uh, this casting? Uh, This was not a case of getting extra parts to my friends. It was the case of turning an audition season a little bit less crowded than usual into an opportunity for some fantastic art by making great connections between characters 
using uh, the tools of uh, the actors in the cast that I've got. I think it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful uh, piece. And um, favoritism is not particularly a word that I like. Dogberry and Don John. Right? You've got two sides of the same coin there. But you did give Wink Tittle both Dogberry. Yes. Yeah, I, I, but it's because that itself. Dogberry, <laughs> Dogberry and, Don, and John. Don John. Yes, they went to Wink Tittle because Wink has a wonderful honesty in him. And that honesty is in his nefariousness. So those two elements together tied up create all that energy that is Wink Tittle. And I think we're going to get to see some interesting sides of both characters by using a very dynamic actor in that role. And I think you guys are going to be very pleased by what you see there. Did you buy a directing book, Mason? <laughs> you know I don't read. So this is, this is no big deal to me. I definitely haven't been staying up late or, or trying desperately to find a, a new insights into an artistic form I've never conquered before. I'm just naturally just take things as they go and we'll... We'll come up with some uh, good ideas as we get there, you know? It's a journey. It's a process. Outside of the doubles, then. I'm sold. Uh, Baraccio and, and Claudio mm-hmm. aren't even cast yet. Well, actually, I've got an update on both of those for you. We'll start uh, with Baraccio, thanks to some gentle, intense pressure from Viola. I am happy to say Benedict Mott is going to be taking on Baraccio. Yay, Benedict! Always happy to have him. Uh, and as for Claudio, that is that is something that is very important to me. I, I have a very specific vision in mind for Claudio, and I don't want to compromise on it. And I also have an opportunity to apply a little pressure of my own here on you, Dob Dob. Wait, what? I want you for the part of Claudio. Yeah? Me. Back me. me up. Back me up. No, right? absolutely. No, yes. I am too. Yes, right. Isn't it brilliant? It's the best idea. No, I'm too old. I'm too old. Too you old. Don't sound your old. voice is not old. You might be old. You're probably pretty old, but your voice. You know exactly is... how old I am. Ah, blah, 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 but you sound like your a spring voice chicken. is beautiful. Exactly. You're... I've always called you a chicken. It's perfect. I've. No, I mean, I've I've yeah. only played a minor servant before. You had people with extreme talent come out and audition. Why Absolutely. not uh, Imogen Smythe or, or... Listen, don't talk down your own talent. You are very talented and you've got offstage experience, which is very, very valuable. You're already comfortable with this company. You know the ins and outs, the particulars of radio and this type of production. You take it very seriously, some would say too seriously. I think you're a perfect it's fit. It's a fabulous idea. Everybody wants it. No, I... Thank you. Thank you, Waddles. Thank no, you. No, I'm not going to be ungrateful, but this just proves how completely over your head you, you are oh, that my, you are oh running God. away to your big brother to, to you save you and do this when you screw you up. This is just I like when you were all. on the playground the opposite. and I am over that the top girl of took it. your marbles so on and top you wanted me to come get them for you. It's going to be wonderful. You can't do any... You can't get yourself out of any problems what are you talking about your big problems there's no problems you wouldn't even have a job at the clock if i didn't call them okay i think everybody can judge the success of the crock on themselves everybody knows why i got that job and it's my mellifluous you got that job because your brother made a call and got you an internship after you failed out of school hey man some would call it failing 
Others would call it finding the purpose in life. And I've got it. And my purpose right now is to bring an amazing show to art. And that's what Much Ado is going to be. And you can help that happen or you cannot. But I'd like you to help that happen. You are just... You're playing pretend. You're just acting like you know what you're I doing. You know so many things. I am idea. so much more than a DJ in this dirt town. There's nothing wrong with being a, a DJ. Nope, nope. A I didn't say there's something wrong with it. It's, it's a dying medium. We all know and it's a dying medium. And you can't just do anything just because you want to. You have to have That is what art is doing. Everything you want to. That's exactly what art is. Oh, my God. Why are we having this? Yes, that is art. Responsibility. Ah, you get the responsibility. I'm a little desperate, okay? And you owe me. You owe me. You talked Jasper out of taking the part. No. No, yes. I did not. Yes, you did. No. Just a coincidence that I got a stack of KEMW ads three feet high in the he hours. He didn't even audition. Offered him the part. Boys. <sighs> retreat to your corners. We don't need to get so heated. I'm sure that... Jasper's run of luck at KMU was just a coincidence. And I think it's a lovely idea, Mason. And a lot of people want Dob to hit the airwaves again. Why not as Claudio? No, there are so many other people that would make so much more sense in that role. Jasper came for one, perhaps? Stan Morgan, Guy Tittle, Mead Gander. None of whom auditioned for some the reason. Smythes, uh, they've all lost their faith in art. You were not the solution to the problems that we had. You do not okay. engender trust. Let's not forget to treat Mason like a guest. Okay. Now, wow. Mason, it's... I'm your guest. Yeah, our guest. Wow. We're not being very hospitable today. <laughs> but Mason, it seems Dob is going to pass on Claudio, so... Where do you go next? Well, uh, you know me, I've always got a plan B. I do have an alternative and it's gonna be a great fit for the show. It's gonna be just fine. It might not look the best on paper, but it is, I think, a very elegant solution that will make this the best show it can be. And in his own way, Dobby over there has brought up something uh, that I do wanna make a point of. We are trying to engender trust with the community in this production. But I would argue the correct artistic choices don't always look like the most trustworthy choices. And it's more important for us to create the best show we can. And that's what we're doing with a fantastic cast that I think everybody's gonna be really excited to hear. I mean, I'm very excited to hear it and I think it's gonna be mm -hmm. great, don't you, Dom? Mm -hmm. We'll see. That's as good as we're going to get. So, uh, Mason, what more can you tell us about the direction you're taking this production? Um, I understand that you're bucking expectations with two narrators. What can you tell us about that? Yes, yes, thank you. Great question. Uh, the first thing that I want to make a point of in this show is that, to me, this is really a Claudio and Hero story. They are the center of this play. And therefore, uh, in this production, they are going to be the ones uh, telling the story Except through these narrations. or primarily, it's Benedict and Beatrice's story. Fantastic parts. I'm going to push back on you that there, uh, though, because Benedict and Beatrice, while they get a lot of the best lines, um, a lot of talking, they spend a lot of time on stage. I don't really see them as the stars so much as the comedy of this piece. The Stars, the, the main thrust of the plot, if you look at it, is coming from 
the characters and the journeys of Claudio and Hero, not necessarily from Benedict and Beatrice, although everybody loves them, they're fantastic parts. Uh, the direction that I'm taking it is if we center it on those two, um, I think the story becomes a lot clearer. Well, that's a relief to me, takes off some of the pressure. So I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you see the narration sort of aiding in that uh, new focus? Uh, well, it's it's something that's going to help it make sense both in a radio medium and to a modern audience, and that's that's kind of the challenge here, right? But I think it's 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 an effective choice in in the script that we've got. It's the concept is Hero and Claudio are reliving these events from an emotional place and from a sort of a, a remove temporally and in space. They're in another place, looking back on the journey that they've been on. Um, in a place where they're better able to examine and comment on where they were at the time and what they were going through. All right, and what changes can we expect in line with Art's new focus on transparency? Thank you, great question, Dobbers. Uh, the dedication transparency is exactly that. It's it's transparency, it's, it's clear. It's open communication on every front. We want everybody to be able to talk to everyone else so that it's clear, what's going on, why certain decisions are being made. And uh, we are going to roll out one of those changes this very day. Tonight, we are doing our first rehearsal and we are going to give the Horned Moon listeners a sneak peek at the work that we're gonna be doing by broadcasting the very top of tonight's rehearsal. So uh, with all that said, if you guys are ready, let's head on over to Studio C where the cast, I believe is gathering. Listeners, as they travel over, we are transferring our feed over to Studio C, where you'll be a fly on the wall for Much Ado About Nothing's first rehearsal. Nice to work with you again. It's been a while. Yes, it's nice to be sharing the mic with you, Lucretia, I must say. Oh, well, I'm flattered. You're such a talented actor. Oh, oh, and handsome to boot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Oh, you have any um, oh, hi, is hello. this the rehearsal? Oh, yes, yes. Do come in. Oh, hello. Hi. I, I'm, I'm Lucretia. Phoebe, nice to meet Claude. you. Claude. Hello, Claude. <laughs> uh, have you so, guys worked uh, here before oh, uh, oh yes yes uh, plenty of times oh yes. Uh, yes he's you you wait till you get to see his performance my dear oh you'll oh, be blown away much. <laughs> Too much. i think you mean here right mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i've never yeah. done really any acting before at all i've just moved to ardens i've never really even oh. been to this theater Oh, well. I hear good things. <laughs> well, oh, happy to have you. On. We're already yeah. late. Yes. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey. Sorry, we're late. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You're new. I am indeed. Phoebe. So, um, Phoebe and Benedict. This, my wife is, she'll, she'll, she'll be here in a second. She must, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. Hello, oh hi everyone. Oh, it's so good to be oh, here. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi, I'm, I'm, so I'm not late, am I? I'm still on uh, Rome time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Rome time. That's, 
No, so you're quite all right. Oh, I see we have Arden County's famous psychic here. Well, thank you so much. Tell me, how reliable mm. is that? Can you like mm. predict a sure oh. thing? Well, <laughs> I'd really rather not get into the trade secrets. <laughs> oh, I know a thing or two about mm. NDAs, don't worry. Mm. <laughs> Hello, Claude. Hello, how Angus, how are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to see you in Hello, a leading role everybody. after Macro. Uh, Lord and Angus, in. my fellow Thanes. Oh, happy. <laughs> we Here we are. are. Good to see you. Uh, hello, everybody. I've I brought some honey sticks. Come get them. Uh, oh, great! Get some oh, of the sweet stuff. Honey sticks. Ooh, Ooh, honey, right as I'm coming in the door. Hey, everybody! Howdy, howdy, howdy! Ooh. Oh, it looks good. Good to see everybody. You're all looking great. Fantastic. Oh, the fearless leader. Oh, everybody feeling excited? Everybody feeling good? Feeling loose? Feeling <laughs> yes. ready for some good gold? Perfect. Good. All right. Hey, well. Um, should we get going here? It's good to have everybody. Good to see everybody. You're all looking fantastic. Everybody's looking Ugh. excited for a new production. Welcome to Arts Much Ado About Nothing. You guys all know me, Mason Birch, director here for you guys. Uh, I'm super excited to bring uh, this radio play to life. We're taking Shakespeare and we're making magic with it. And so I just wanted to say welcome. Congrats on getting cast. We've got a small but mighty group of people here that are going to do some awesome stuff with an awesome play. Uh, so just first off, much ado. It's a fantastic script. It really crackles with wit. I love it so much. And I'm so excited to have it be our first, my first production, I should say, with art. Uh, uh, many of you have already done this, but since now I don't think everybody knows each other, why don't we just go around and introduce ourselves? Just say your name, who you're playing, and what you like best about uh, Much Ado. You want to start uh, over here? Hi. Hello, everyone. Um, my name's Viola. Um, I am playing Margaret and Burgess and the Messengers. Um, and my favorite thing about Much Ado About Nothing is, um, you know, I, I just really love the love. Um, how could you not? Um, and I really love playing Margaret. Um, I'm excited to play her because she seems really fun. Mm. Thanks. Absolutely insightful. All right, uh, next. Hi, Benedict Mott. Uh, not playing Benedict. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, uh, Byla, um, you know, after auditions and you guys had a little bit of uh, problems with your numbers, Viola was, uh, you know, convinced me to come on in and take on Baraccio. And then uh, this morning, actually, <laughs> found out I'll actually be playing uh, the Friar and Balthazar. So great roles. And we're super excited to have stuff you. going this on is... with wedding planning and, and everything. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here and have a little bit of fun uh, oh. with this this play, uh, uh, play, play a villain. So, yeah, yeah. great. Oh, thank, thanks for sharing your time with us. We are super lucky to have you. All right, uh, next. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Lucretia. I'm delighted to have this opportunity to portray two roles in this production. I'm uh, taking on the role of Seacole, worthy member of the watch. And I have the honor of debuting the role of Aunt Antonia, which is, you know, a mashup of 
Uncle Antonio and Ursula. <laughs> and, oh boy, what do I like about this play? Well, hmm. I, I do enjoy the silly little comedy bits and, and they're, they're mixed in with that somber reflections on shame, honor, you know, sweet and bitter in perfect proportions, like a delicious Negroni cocktail. <laughs> well said, well said, uh, next. Oh, um, hello everyone. I'm uh, Angus Mobile. Uh, I, I just feel so overwhelmed and grateful to have another chance to learn this exalted craft uh, with so many new faces and old uh, faces. Will, will Agatha be joining us, Mason? I really enjoyed Agatha? it at the end. Uh, no, no, Agatha is uh, not in this production. We are all met. This is the cast. Oh, okay. Um, I What I love about the play is I think everyone can agree that love hurts. And I think that's something we learn in this play, not to be too uh, much of a, a negative Nelly, but yeah. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right, uh, uh, Pete, you wanna? Oh, I guess that's me. Um, my name is Pete Neptune of Neptune's Honey. Uh, speaking of which, I brought a big bag of honey sticks. I'm just going to plop that down here in the middle of the table, and you just jump in whenever you want and get to some of the sweet stuff. Um, I'm playing Don Pedro, the prince, and uh, Hugh Oatcake, a member of the Watch. Um, what is my favorite? You know <laughs> what I love about this play is just how stupid Tom Harry is. And yet with Adam, we don't, we don't have a happy ending. So who's the bigger fool, if you know what I mean? It's mm. oh. a good question. It's good, honey, too. Um, Winky, yeah, enlighten us. Sure thing. Um, so I'm Wink, um, Wink Tittle. Um, I am a, a member of the uh, famous Tittle family, but if we're being honest, barely. Um, I will be playing um, Don John, first of all. Uh, my, my buddy Mason told me they, they were really trying to get some guys in here to audition, and he told me I would make the perfect Don John, whatever that's supposed to mean. And um, interestingly enough as well, um, uh, for the first time in my life, I will also be on the other side of the law, um, playing good old Dogberry, um, rounding up those criminals and whatnot. Um, my favorite thing about the play, well, I... I will say it is a fantastic script. It, it just crackles with wit. Um, but what I really, really like about it um, is the way they trick those two kids into falling in love with each other. You know, the word grift has such a, a negative connotation. And, you know, this play just really proves that sometimes you can grift for good. You can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to be perfect. This is so exciting. Uh, uh, let's see, who's next? <clears throat> that would be me. Uh, yes, oh, please, please. Claude Perkowski. I will be playing Benedict and uh, Conrad. And what I really love about Much Ado is that uh, Benedict is not only a soldier, but a, a lover. I get the, you. You'll get the opportunity to to hear me sing and pour free my soul and and really own every part of this story. And I think it's important that you remember that this really is 
about Benedict and how well he can do in this. Uh, and I, I look forward to bringing these words to life over the airwaves to all of you. Yep, yep, and you're going to do a great job. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, and uh, Waddle, why don't, why don't you take us, uh, take us on next? All right. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Madeline Waddle. You know me. If you don't know me in person, you've probably heard me on KMEW. Um, and I am really excited and frankly terrified to take on the role of Beatrice. It's yeah, Maddie. <laughs> it's the biggest part I've ever done, and um, I I really couldn't believe my luck that I get to do this with this cast. Um, and my favorite part of the play is probably just the entirety of the wedding scene, because for me, it is peak Shakespeare. It doesn't get better than that. So, so glad to be here. Happy to work with all of you. Absolutely. And, and if I might just interject, luck has nothing to do with any of the reasons why you guys are here. This is, this is exactly who I wanted. And um, finish off. Uh, Phoebe, Phoebe. Yes. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Phoebe Gherkin, and I'm playing Hero, and I'm really excited to be working with you all. And my favorite thing about Much Ado... Mm. Well, to be honest, I actually haven't finished reading the script yet. I got caught up with a work story. But I did watch the movie, the um, the the one with Keanu Reeves in it for some reason. Diana and oh. I watched it to prepare for the audition. Mm -hmm. oh. So, and with the audition papers, I guess my favorite part would be the language as a writer. I think that's really beautiful. And I really love how so much of the core of the play is about honesty and mm -hmm. how you have to take apart lies and you can't have true happiness and love without truth aiding it. I think that's really important. Beautiful, beautiful. We got a lot of people bringing a lot to this script and that is something that I am super excited about. Uh, now you've probably noticed and uh, one more thing um, to go over before we get into the work um, is that we uh, don't currently have uh, uh, Claudio uh, announced. Uh, I did, uh, we've done an extensive search and uh, as you all know, it's a little bit harder to get uh, guys out sometimes for uh, Shakespeare than uh, than girls and uh, casting Claudia was something I wanted something very specific and uh, despite a couple of <clears throat> tries in a couple of directions I think I've come to a conclusion that is uh, it's going to work really well for the play it's going to get us exactly what we want and set us up for the best success and uh, that uh, casting is that I will be taking on the role of Claudio and the narrator. Hmm. You. Oh, wow. interesting. That's nice. That's great. Nice. Oh, for the love of. Oh, well, such a charming display of brotherly affirmation. We'll be back next week with the first installment of Much Ado About Nothing and an interview with uh, Angus Mobile. Angus, can you do next week? Um, yeah, sure. Until then. This show is our show. And these dogs are my dogs. <laughs> We're Waddle. And Dob. And this has been the Horned Moon Presents. Thank you so much for joining us in Arden County for the Horned Moon Presents. The Horned Moon Presents is written by Merlin Cusell and directed by me, Marshall B. Garrett. Merlin plays Waddle and I play Dob. 
Our cast this season includes Russell Matthews as Mason Birch, Jenna Molina as Lucretia Page, Nick Christensen as Claude Pukowski, Caitlin Fowler as Phoebe Gherkin, Tyler Dale as Wim Tittle, Dave DeChristopher as Angus Mobile, John O'Island as Pete Neptune, Mike Lake as Benedict Mott, and Tanya Benitez as Viola Cabbage. Our music, as always, is by J. Andrew Dickinson and mixed by Eric Bostic. Now fare you well, for now our show is done. Until next week, Waddle's lines shall run. Ours be your patience, friends, and yours our parts. Your gentle ears lend us and take our hearts.